Hello, everybody. Tony and Austin here. This is the Great Girth. How are y'all doing tonight? Anyway, this is a just because bonus episode. Um, sorry for the quality, honest to God truth. It's more this is just a last minute thing. We are doing this via Skype, and our uh, <laughs> our guest tonight is Aaron Savage, who some of you may know from the very first episode, which that's just right, so happens right. to be our most viewed episode. Um, Aaron. Well, I'm doing pretty good, Tony. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show once again. Perfect, perfect. So I'm not going to lie to you, Austin. I came into this with no topic planned. What do you want to talk about? Um, I'm open to, for most anything. <laughs> um, honestly, right. I'm... You said my last Tinder date. Open to about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I've spent my day to day making phone calls for candidates all over the county here and um, trying to turn as many ballots as possible and get as many votes for the 22 week abortion ban. So so my day's been looking at mostly looking at polls and screaming at people to turn their ballots in and threatening them with um, physical and (laughs) mental harm if they do not do it. No, well, stuff. that works perfectly. Explain something to me, just because you're more, uh, you're a little smarter on the political spectrum. But why is prostitution illegal in some areas mm. where it's legal in like Las Vegas? It's a good question. There's two thoughts to why prostitution is illegal. One is a, it's not safe, so people keep that's people keep it illegal because um, they want to keep people safe. I don't buy that one. Um, I th- The other argument is that the people keep it's illegal because it's too hard to regulate and to tax. Um, See, that's what I thought was that it was too hard to tax. Las Vegas, yeah, is, a great, Las Vegas is a great system where they have licensing and they have um, you're requiring sales tax and uh, 1099s and uh, they have full bi- they have full prostitution businesses they made they made pimping a legitimate um a job description pimping legitimate a pimping they, they made pimping a legitimate job description how do you regulate a business like that i mean think about it you can't tax this dick so how are you going to regulate what i do with it or what a female does with her uh, genitalia it's sales tax so you go to a prostitute and you say, hey, uh, how much does it cost to, uh, for you to come get my rocks off? She says $350. <laughs> then there's a, probably a 9% sales tax on that. Do I have to give her like a 1099 or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's all done through her employer. <laughs> like she's not – I don't uh, – I do not believe that um, – Prostitutes are independent contractors. I think they're hired by a company and they do W twos. But like, say you pay three fifty oh. for this prostitute, um, then t- then probably got a nine percent sales tax times point zero nine. Oops, point zero nine. You're paying like gotcha. you're paying like thirty one bucks in sales tax. Are you on bucks and sales tax? I've never paid for sex those, so I don't know what that's like. But so uh, you're paying like three hundred eighty one for a for a for a, a blowy. 
Woo! That's a steep price to pay. Cobra Kai Aaron never pays. So, but uh, I get what you're saying. What is the sales tax <laughs> in we go. Las Vegas? I'm very curious now. I'm sure it's high as hell. Uh, oh, much? the total rate's only 8.375. 8.375? Total? Bad. We're going to That's... Vegas. We're going to pimp some hoes. Make going some to Vegas? We're going to pimp some hoes. We should. We sh- hey, let's make some money. I am all about supporting Average equality and equal rights. And this is equality. For a prostitute. Equal rights and equal fights. Equal rights, equal fights. E- Average price for a prostitute in Las Vegas. What's expected per hour for a legal prostitute in this guy says, not from my own personal experience, about $500 for half an hour of basic sex. Half an hour? God damn. You could definitely do a lot in a half an hour. Yeah. Well, he, all right, so here's the dilemma that most guys face. Not me. I'm just saying. This is what I've heard. Let's say that that guy pays for half an hour, right? Right. He gets his rocks off in three and a half minutes. Then he has to wait 20 minutes for a new boat to come in. So now we're at 23 and a half minutes. He's got seven, he's got six and a half minutes to do something. That's not worth it. That's where they get you. They, if they charge by the hour, it'd be better because you get more uh, sexy time in, as uh, Mr. Borat would say. Very nice. Eh? <laughs> one hour. Okay. That's, that's a good one. Oh, so it, it looks like it, 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 um, depends. Someone said you do pay for, you do get what you pay for. Well, That's yeah, very true. That's what I figured. If you're paying like, I don't know, we'll say $50 for a blowjob, it's probably not going to be the best in the world. Well, what about one of uh, someone that's going to remain unnamed that you work with, uh, Tony, that would talk about $2 blowies? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Well, you got to go to Puerto Rico for shit like that. Uh, or downtown Denver behind the dumpster at Target. Oh. I know a guy. This guy said, Hello, I used to be a driver in Las Vegas. Um, I was driving two working girls that were pretty ugly, and they were charging people $400. That's kind of crazy. Saw plenty of trucks and business cards with prices like $200 to $300. So just interesting how much how much not ugly working girls can charge here for one hour. <laughs> Go to one strip club dancer. She said she made like twenty k per month in cash. Let's uh let's change the game a little bit. What about men, males? What do you, I mean, me, you, Tony can fucking kill it over there, money wise. Okay, let's have a discussion. There's no such thing as a male prostitute. Okay, let's get something real let's, straight. Let's get something right. real straight. You're telling me right now, any woman. That's existed. Can't walk into a Las Vegas bar at two a.m. and pick up half the guys in there. No, I don't. I don't think hmm. so. But I'm gonna go with him on this one. Just Let's hypothetically. Think about it. Let's say you know maybe an older lady that wants to feel like she's twenty again. That's where the male gigolo comes into play. Lonely housewife can't leave the house. Pool boy, such as myself, with a slip back. Aaron Aviators. There's not a woman out there who can't hop on Tinder for five minutes and get someone to come to her house on a house call. I'm glad you brought up something that I'm very knowledgeable on, Tinder. That is a good point. That's just something to think about. 
Yeah, all I can find about gigolo, gigolos in Las Vegas are they're either dancers only, or it's there was a reality TV series in 20, 2011 to 2016. Shit. So people actually looked into this at one point. Um, what's your stance on like the whole, it could cause... Um, HIV, like an epidemic. Do you really think that could happen? If you have it regulated, you just have the ladies... You have to wear a condom to walk, go to the brothel. What's a condom? <laughs> See, it's a small plastic thing you use to not have children. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You just not have children and catch anything else. Possibly, possibly. Children? Remember, to wrap it in plastic... Jesus Christ. Oh what did Snoop Dogg say? Wrap in latex or she'll get your paychecks. That's true. That's true. true. He does he does speak a lot of truth to that. <clears throat> Austin. Now, moving along from strippers or uh, from uh, hookers, let's talk about strippers. Would it be worth it to open a strip club? Yes. Uh, no, we're going to hit a recession here pretty soon, and strip clubs are usually one of the first ones to go. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, like right now, it's not a good idea because you'd have to do like a drive through strip club and they have to wear masks. And I'm sorry, but I don't want to see my women wearing masks. That's just me. Oh, no. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's look at it this way, gentlemen. Let's take advantage of the situation. We can have doctors wearing masks. Nurses wearing masks, but a whole theme to it that goes with the pandemic. Yeah, about I am not running a strip club at twenty percent occupancy. It's not going to happen. Oh no, I agree. I oh, agree. that there's another great topic. We can move on from prostitution, strippers, and all that to the level three that we just got into here in Denver. Twenty five percent capacity. Ridiculous. It's what nothing. Do you think it is absolutely nothing but a bunch of scientifically illiterate bureaucrats who don't know a single thing about what they're doing calling down on high special special rules that they themselves aren't going to have to follow. 100%. Exactly. Like, I'm going to get my hair cut and not wear my mask. That's 100% That's, what it is. I'm a female. Who am I? Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk, about, let, 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 let's talk about simple statistics on this, okay? I'm while listening. Cases, Go ahead. While cases here in Adams County, they're up to 12,815. 12, um, this is as of October 24th, obviously. I don't have exact up to dates, but 12,815 cases, confirmed cases, since the pandemic started. Right, uh, but that doesn't that shouldn't matter. What should matter is health, his um, death and hospitalizations. According to Tri County Health, which is the health advisory board of Adams County, Jefferson County, or Arapo, Adams, and Douglas, or Weld, not Douglas. Sorry, um, there are own, um, hospitals in Adams County have eighteen point eight percent of their hospital beds, or nineteen point eight percent, are filled. With only 98 cases total in the hospital right now. Dude, I couldn't tell you how many people I know that had it and it's fucking a cold to them, basically. But here's here's the worst continue. part. Here's the worst part. Since September 29th, restaurants only contributed 109 reported cases and churches 
and other houses of worship have contributed to a minuscule 74% reported cases. That's out of a total of 1,974 cases. So, why in the hell are we shutting down things that are responsible for less than 5% of cases? I agree. What the fuck is that about? That's where it gets political, dude. It's a fucking game. If you're listening to this right now, and you live in one of the Tri-County Health jurisdictions, call Tri-County Health. The phone number is 303-220-9200. Demand that they stand up for science, not the polis-led political circus. 100%. Seriously, dude. It's a fucking... I don't like how it's being used to manipulate people. Like, this whole shutdown, dude. This whole no bars, no restaurants. How the fuck do they think people are going to survive? That's how people live in life, dude. We're going to see a fucking spike in suicide again. That that, that um spike has not stopped. No, I know. Suicide right now is higher than it's ever been, but that's for obvious reasons. I mean, it's sad for sure, but it's not going to stop either. Not if we keep doing this whole, we're going to shut down everything. The truth of the matter is, dude, I don't like people that act differently towards me because of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I know too many people, dude, that if you fucking sneeze, they freak out. If you cough, they freak out. But... It's starting to get on my nerves. It's got to the point where I literally want to take the mask off and go to jail just to cough on people. <laughs> it's annoying, dude. It pisses me off a little right? bit. Yeah, Fuck coronavirus, dude. Austin, what do you think, dude? Do you really think this shit's gonna last forever? Uh, I hate to be that guy, but it'll depends on it'll depend on who um who wins the election. No, I agree, dude. Here's my opinion on it. If Biden wins, it's non-existent. It goes away. I don't think if it'll Trump go away, wins, but it will stop being so massively. Uh, lockdowns will stop being as important and all that fun stuff. Right. And I hope all you fucking liberal retards are listening to this. But this is the truth. If Trump wins, it fucking surges. It is politically mo- motivated, dude. Like, did you just fucking fart, Aaron? God damn. It sounded like you farted. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> it sounded like a fart. But, like, dude, if Trump wins, I already know it's going to fucking surge every state. And people that I know personally are going to freak out when they read the fucking news in an elevator on their shift at work. I already know how this is going to go, dude. But if Biden wins, it's going to be, like, non-existent. That's why they keep saying after the fucking election. Excuse me. Sorry. Alcohol burps. (laughs) Um, I I hate to make this to continue to be. um, I hate to have this to uh, have this continue to be. Oh, where the hell? Damn, Samuel Alito got fat. Um, I hate to keep this being a political episode, but Amy Coney Barrett officially confirmed last night. Yes. 
That's what I'm talking about. We now couldn't Kavanaugh for long. We now have. Hold on, I'm doing the math right now. I'm trying to do it in my head. We now have three votes to overturn Roe v. Wade. Three votes. Woo! Okay, so we've got Clarence Thomas right. will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Oh, Jesus, my mouth decided not to work. We got right, Clarence, right. Clarence Thomas. He is going to vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, you've got Samuel Alito. He will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade. And now, the one, the only, notorious ACB will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, there's a small possibility um, Brett Kavanaugh would also vote to would also vote to overturn Roe v. Wade, but the probability is he won't. So I'm not including him. Next up is Stephen Breyer. Whoever wins this election will probably appoint one, maybe two more Supreme Court justices. Stephen Breyer and Justice Alito. Um, Justice Alito was thinking about resigning at the beginning of the year and decided Mm -hmm. not to for some reason. You're gonna if you're gonna resign, resign while like a member of your party is the president. But no shit. I think he knew that Ginsburg was on his way out and didn't want there to be two confirmations in the same year. Right, right. So, if Trump wins, we could see him appoint another Supreme Court justice, which would replace Breyer with hopefully an anti-Roe v. Wade justice, and then we'd have four votes to overturn Roe v. Wade, and we just need to flip one of the other conservatives on the bench. So, well, that's... Kavanaugh or um, I'm listening. Uh, uh, Chief Justice Roberts or what's your name? He's he's uh, the first one. Um, You're looking this shit up, aren't you? Um, who the hell? Who's the other <laughs> freaking Supreme Court justice? Help me! I fucking starts, knew it. I knew it. It starts with the G. Um, you let's look up U.S. Supreme Court. I know what his name is. It's gonna piss me off right when I see it. You guys better get your toilet paper. (laughs) Right, right when I see it, pissed off. That and spam, man. I remember when they fucking killed all the like, dude. They're out of Vienna sausages. Like you put his orders for. We're hoarding anything can do. Yeah, sardines Austin. are sold out. They're going to be hoarding toilet paper again, bro. You better go grab some. <laughs> you know how it is, man. These fucking people listen to CNN and shit. It drives me Gorsuch, nuts, dude. Jesus Christ. I don't know why I could not think of Neil Gorsuch. No, God. Hold on. I got to step away for a minute. I'm going to let Aaron talk to you about this. Okay. All right. So... Yeah, uh, great points uh, there, Mr. Austin, what you and uh, Tony were discussing uh, via Roe versus Wade. So let me ask you this. Here's what I'm thinking here. So I was reading an article today on Fox talking about the second wave of coronavirus and stockpiling. Right. So 
if you were, let's say, you know, when this first happened, man, no one was aware of the the mass hysteria and chaos and panic it would cause, especially with panic buying, like toilet right. paper and goods, stuff like that. If you went to the store, there was still a fuck ton of fruit and vegetables fresh. It was the canned stuff that was all sold out, uh, spaghetti right. noodles, ramen. So what advice would you give to listeners if if, uh, if they were told there's going to be a second wave, which we have been told? Would you advise people to stock up like it's going to run out like it did last time? Or would you advise them to sit tight, hang cool, and act like life is normal and go shopping every weekend? La- ladies and gentlemen, the United States is a, is, has the greatest supply chain in the history of the planet. So the I so what I would tell people is to prepare or prepare but res, but be responsible. Yeah, of course, yeah. There there's nothing wrong with you going out to the store and getting uh extra instead of buying one bag of toilet paper, you buy two. But you do not need to buy ten packs of toilet paper because half the guys who went and over stockpile like that still have toilet paper sitting in. So exactly, exactly. What, what, what a lot of people th- don't think about when people, w- if people would not have went in over purchased like they did at the beginning, we would have never seen a shortage. Uh-huh. Yeah, not very true. I, we have, a, I think it was, it was panic buying, dude. That's what it was. Everyone was had, fucking freaking out. We've had a shortage on about five things beef. We didn't have a shortage of cattle. We had a shortage of beef because they had to shut a bunch of the processing plates down. Yep, yep. And meat so and stuff. right now the beef shortage is over, really. It's kind of back up and running. But if it happens mm-hmm. again, people remember all meat shortages are processed meat shortages. Go to your local butcher shop. They have plenty of meat. Go to, go to your local rancher. He'll be happy to sell you a whole steer. Um. Mm-hmm. These meat shortages aren't a big problem. It may mean you have to go into smaller um, butcher shops or to the source, to the ranchers, farmers, and get it. But don't there, there's not going to be a meat shortage in the United States from coronavirus. Now, yeah, yeah. like hoof foot disease, that's different. But that's not for 10, 15 years probably. Gotcha. Okay. Um, oh, we, had a, we have a lettuce shortage now, which mm. isn't because of coronavirus. It's because a bunch of the forest fires actually oh, no, burned. Short on lettuce. Uh, actually, have a lettuce shortage not because of coronavirus, but because a bunch of forest fires burned down like acres and acres and acres of lettuce. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because so, it got because it was so warm this year, plus the forest fires, it really just destroyed, really just destroyed lettuce in California. And California is the number one producer of lettuce in the country. So, hmm. So, how about an yeah. aluminum can shortage? I heard about that. No, there was an aluminum shortage, but that wasn't coronavirus's fault. Um, that was President Trump's fault. Oh, I was like, is it because everyone's drinking a lot now? Because there's, you know, there are a lot of people are out of work, or I was wondering why there was a shortage. Um, it was an overall aluminum shortage period. Uh, the United States used to get something like seventy something percent of all their aluminum from China. Oh, okay. 
and Trump put a bunch of restrictions on Chinese aluminum and steel. So oh, took, okay. The trade. I see, so it, I see so it took time for that, processors okay. to trade. That's why, if you looked, you saw your beers and your soda pops jumped about twenty five percent or twenty five cents in price because the aluminum cans that increased to um, make them went up. So, so if you're if you noticed a small increase in your canned goods or your um, especially. Right. Well, anything aluminum, you saw a small price increase. That's why it really hurt car manufacturers really bad. Yeah, I can only imagine doing that. Yeah, how bad? But the tax cuts and a bunch of deregulation kind of counterbalanced it out. So, how bad did it hurt uh, manufacturers? Uh, mostly just car manufacturers because now they have to buy um, like Canadian or Mexican or American aluminum. Oh, I see. Um, and in China, because they used to buy a lot of Chinese aluminum because Chinese aluminum is so cheap because there's so much aluminum. Mm. And they're paying their miners like 12 cents an hour or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it was way cheaper. And then when that came in, it increased the price of aluminum and steel. Steel tariffs hurt more construction than it did car manufacturers, but... Well, right, right. But, you know... Well, here's here's a good question, Austin. Being that you're in the political game here, how long do you think the whole mask, mandatory mask issue will go on for? For the next three years. Really? You know, as much surprised as it sounds, I gotta agree with Austin on this, dude. People are making money off of this. You think it's so? because, yeah, it's becoming the new norm. It's stupid. Oh, I agree. It's not stupid. I think also this touting of, ooh, we have a vaccine. It's going to take a – we'll probably have a vaccine by November, but it won't be ready for um, distribution probably till March, April. And then it's going to take probably a year in order to get enough of the vaccines out to even reach that level of herd immunity we want to get to. Yeah. So. Uh, two and a half, three years, probably, until we see a mm-hmm. real return to normalcy. That's sad, though. Yeah, it really is. I it's think it's a- fucked up. It's going to be just masks for a fucking another year, dude. I'm over the goddamn mask. Let's see. Hmm. Spanish flu. The Spanish flu. Here's a good story. Um, How long yeah, was the Spanish flu? The Spanish flu lasted for around a little over 10 years. God damn. Went through seven mutations, the most deadly being in the March of 1918 and ended by the spring of 1919. God damn. So there, the was, one, there was about years. one year of really deadly, and then it continued to nag for about 10 years. But we also have far, far better. We have better technology, yeah. <coughs> oh, by far. Compared to what they had back then, you know, with all this. But, yeah, we. we I'm saying two and a half to three years, probably, before you see masks start going away. You see full, you see, like, sports, sporting events go back to full capacity and everybody going back to school and maybe by 2081 Andrew Cuomo will open New York back up. 
You that sucks. I'm so over it. The masks, the fucking everywhere you go, it's like, hey, screening. Do you feel okay? Okay, come in, wear your mask. We're like uh we're kinda like China in that sense. That's really irritating. Yeah, we're not yeah. gonna right now it's kinda like if you're under the age of thirty five, go out and get sick and get it over with. Stay away if you get sick, stay away from your grandparents, stay away from your parents, stay away from old people. But go get yeah. sick. It'll be oh, faster yeah. than waiting for a coronavirus for a vaccine. Let the old people get the vaccine. Well, yeah, that's the way I see it. Let old people get the vaccine. Make sure the old people stay at home. Younger people can still go to work or do what they got to do. I know how shitty that sounds, but that's how it should be right now. If you have an underlying health issue, you shouldn't be out and about. That's the way I see it. Yep. Gotta agree with that. Like me, dude. I have asthma and I'm overweight. I really shouldn't be out in the valve, but dude, <laughs> life goes on. If it wasn't... Say that again, Austin? Sorry, if it if I didn't live with my grandparents, I no, would... Do on that. I would personally be going out and doing, like, COVID parties. A COVID... Here's an idea. How about a COVID watch party hosted by the Great Girth? We have some people over and do like a podcast with all kinds of guests and stuff. Wouldn't that be fun? All right. Let me finish this pop along. Mm-hmm. Sorry, tell you stuff in his face. Nothing new to see. Yeah, dude. I made some bomb ass popcorn. Hold on. <laughs> okay. So that sounds like a terrible idea. Why? Because then I gotta talk to every motherfucker in this household. No, 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 no. I'll fund it. I'll get us a... My fucking work. We'll go to the fucking sky deck when it's sunny. We'll have a podcast. We can fit up to 100 people up there. That's what the fire department says. I don't want to talk to 100 people. Fuck that. Not, no, I don't... No, not... <laughs> we can fit up to... Hmm. I'll be honest. All right, be honest. Oh, God. That really rocked you to me, bro. I can smell that one from here. Thank you, sir. (laughs) You're not alone. I'm not alone. So, I don't want to talk to more than, like, three people. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What if there's there's literally 60 people there? I got to talk to 60 motherfuckers. I don't know about that. Uh, fucked up. You know what? Here's a good question. Austin, now that I have you on here, let's be honest, dude. So, election, it's ending here soon. In your opinion, bro, what's going to happen? What do you think? I think Trump's going to win, but let's hear from you. My, I have, I've put my, I have put my map together. And according to my map, uh, let me pull it up real quick so I can tell you for sure what's going on here. Uh, I have I have Biden. It looks like I have Owen. Oh, no, uh, Mania going red. How do you have Biden? Why? 
Yeah, I have Biden winning two seventy. Are you hiding Trump's from Biden? Sixty-seven. Uh oh, 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 main here. It's gonna go blue. It's definitely not gonna go red. Yeah. So I have I have uh Biden winning two seventy-one to Trump's two sixty-seven. Let's hear why. Um. So the way for Trump to win is if we if we pull if we just pull up a quick. No, I don't want an ad. 270 to win. I'm going to pull up, just pull up the map here so I have it in front of me. And reset it so it's not my map, so it's the polling map. So right now your toss-ups are Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Iowa, and Arizona. Trump has to win North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, which I'm sure he will. I'm sure Trump will win North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. Um, Ohio, he has to win Ohio. I'm sure he will win Ohio, and he has to win in uh, Iowa, and I'm sure he will win Iowa. So that leaves three states that are toss-ups. He needs to win two of them. It, It could be, can it be any two of them? Yes, it could be any two of them. So he has to win any combination of Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, or Arizona. Right now, he's pulling down five points in Wisconsin. He's not going to win Wisconsin. It's not going to happen. Put that in the Biden column. He's polling down. Biden is up one point in Arizona and three points in Pennsylvania. All right. So, he can win. He has to win Arizona and Pennsylvania and Florida and North Carolina and Georgia. And if he loses Texas or Florida, he's done. Hmm. I think he'll win Texas. Oh, he'll win Texas. Texas ain't turning blue. People are saying that, but it's not going to happen. You could see a spot where Trump wins Arizona and and, and wins Wisconsin. And Trump also wins the second district of Maine and holds on to the first uh, first district of Nebraska and he wins 270 to 268. Uh, but he's not gonna I, I, my prediction is that in the end of the at the end of the night, we'll see Trump won Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Ohio, and Iowa, and the second district of Maine. But Biden will win Arizona and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Or no, he won't win Pennsylvania. I think Trump will win Pennsylvania and it'll look cool. And then Biden will win out Wyoming. And when by the end of the night, we'll see he won Arizona and it'll be over. And Biden will be Biden will win two seventy. Two seventy to two sixty eight. Oh, no. And that leads the Senate. So right now. According to polling, reset this map. Right now, according to polling, Democrats are going to win Colorado, win New Mexico, win um, Arizona, um, win Illinois, Minnesota, Virginia, Oregon, New Hampshire, uh, Massachusetts, and Michigan, and Maine. And Republicans will win Idaho, Wyoming, South Dakota, New. Uh, Nebraska, Texas, Oklahoma, Los Angeles. So the real races to look at are the two races in Georgia. There's a special election in Georgia. 
There's a special oh, election uh-huh. Arizona to watch. Uh, yeah. They're polling within three of each other. Um, in Maine, they're polling within three of each other. Montana, where Steve Bullock, the former governor, is running the Democrat. Um, they're running within one or two of each other. Georgia, they're running within one or two. Um, Iowa, they're running within one and two. And North Carolina. North Carolina probably goes Republican, as do both Georgia seats. <coughs> Montana probably goes Democrat, because Steve Bullock's extremely popular. Um, Susan Collins probably loses in Maine. And Arizona, pro- uh, Martha McSally probably loses. It goes Democrat. And Republicans probably win the Iowa, Iowa, Iowa race, which is bad news, because that's 50 Democrats, 50 Republicans. And Kamala's. The what are we gonna do, guys? So, what what can Republicans do to make sure they hold the Senate? They need to win Montana. They need to beat Steve Bullock in Montana. Then they'll hold a. Then they'll hold a. Then they will hold a advantage in. Um, then they'll hold the advantage in the Senate. So their big opportunities are Montana. Maine and Arizona. Now, what's my prediction? That's what the polls are like. My prediction is Republicans win Montana, Republicans win Michigan, and Republicans win in Georgia and North Carolina, and Republicans have the Senate, and they win Iowa, and they have the Senate. They actually gain a seat in the Senate. Um, I, which is good because the Republicans hold the Senate pretty handily. So there's a bulwark against some radical leftist crap. Well, yeah, right. But if you look at the latest Senate polls, I think my surprise, my surprise um, prediction for the election is Michigan. Is that um, is that James is going to beat Peters in the Michigan Senate race. Right. And people are going to be really surprised by that. That's my official prediction. Uh, let's look what, what, what um, to see what real clear politics has that Michigan race polling in. I think James is down by three percent. Um, Michigan, uh, that is definitely not um, the James race. That's the Trump Biden race. Yeah, Biden's not going to lose Michigan, guys. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Um, if you ask me, as Peters up by seven, Gary Peters, the incumbent Democrat, is running as John James. But right, my that's my that's my surprise win. That's my surprise of the night is John James wins Michigan. Oh, of course. So watch it. Watch that. Watch watch Michigan. Uh, I don't know how motherfuckers are voting for this guy. Remember at the at the beginning of this race, Peters was up by ten points. Oh right. And now Peters is only up by three point eight. Of course. So it's been closing very quickly. Um that's my that's my prediction. John James wins the Michigan Senate and the Republicans maintain control of the Senate. Not great. But I also predict Joe Biden wins the presidential election 
twenty or two seventy to two six. Trump's two sixty eight. It's really tight. That sucks. Uh, the House, there's it's impossible for the House. The Republicans can't win the House. It's it's mathematically impossible. You've got Republicans out here going, "Oh, they'll win the House. They'll win the House." All right, Austin. Let me ask you this though: Are you worried? Extremely. Oh boy. Because um, you saw what I said about polling about um, if it was go by the polls for the Senate, the Democrats would have the presidency, the Senate, and the House of Representatives for at least two whole years. No. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, know if we can deal with that. Well, I don't know, man. It seems like a lot. According to polling right now, uh, but Democrats would also control the House 232. So, that's unfortunate. It is, dude. I'm scared. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little scared. Um, Colorado will have one republic. Will have one new Republican, and everybody else will still be the same. Great. So you know, Man, that's fucking Democrats. Part. I don't know how they did this shit. Well, you know, uh, Trump's kind of cancer to Senate candidates. Oh, boy. So. That triggers I'm not really a fan of Trump. That, that triggers a lot of Republicans, but it's true. Um, like the number one hit ad against Cory Gardner right now is that he voted with Trump like 97% of the time. That's like his be- their best hitting um, ad. I don't get it. Democrats don't like Trump that much, and Trump is a polarizing figure. He's loud. He says some really retarded things, um, like going out on stage and like the new Lincoln Project ad that got cut, where the the mom is sitting watching the TV, and it says right. Donald Trump wins, and he walks into the um walks into the his ba- kid's bedroom and wakes her son up, and goes, "Hey." He wanted me to tell you who won, and he goes, "Oh, who won?" And uh, she goes, "Donald Trump won." And he goes, "I thought they could only run four times. Uh, I thought he could only be president twice." And she goes, "Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do." <laughs> like the wow. only reason they're allowed to say that, the only reason they're allowed to say that, is because Trump himself has openly said, "Oh, I'm not. I'm going to run for president again." And again, and again, and again. If he'd shut oh, up, oh. there would be no basis for these attacks. And all oh, you Republicans God. that are sitting at home, oh, Trump's God, and you can't criticize him like that. If you're not for him, you're against him. Well, you're part of the problem, retards. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about Trump, Austin. Oh, let's hear this. I am interested. His policies have been solid. He's been pretty shaky, actually, on foreign policy, but um, you know, I don't think the man has any character. I don't think the man has any convictions. I think the only the I think that 
when he says he want when he sa- when he does something, it's because someone in his ear has told him to do it. It's so not. Is, it's, just... <laughs> it's not. He, I don't think he has any solid opinions or beliefs on really any policy. And I think he just surrounds himself with a bunch of great people, and they talk him into things. That's why you see so many people go on go on um. So many people go on TV and talk about issues directly to Trump because they know what's Trump doing right now. He's sitting at home watching Fox News. And if I go on Fox News and I say good things about this policy and get the people on Fox News to talk about the policy, then he'll pursue it. I can see that. I, um, have you guys ever seen Spitting Image, the British like puppet show? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's so funny. It's a puppet show about like political figures all over. And they've got Trump sitting in the White House in the Oval Office. He's sitting at the Resolute Desk. And Mike Pence is like, okay, are you ready for our security briefing, Mr. President? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, well, there's a, there's a landmass between India and China. and Or this dynasty and this dynasty. And they've been fighting over it for this long time. They're arguing over Chev Control. And he goes, hey, Mike. What and Trump goes, Mike, what do I look like? An egghead? Okay, Give, dumb it down for me. And so Mike Pence pulls out two puppets and he goes, I'm the Chinese. Um, I'm the Chinese country and I'm the Indian country. That land belongs to me. And he goes, come on, Mike, dumb it down farther. And so Mike has the puppets pull out puppets. And he goes, well, you see, Mr. President, there's a giant cheeseburger and, and um. Trump goes, yeah, and he goes, how big? And Mike goes, about 50 square miles. And he goes, oh, that's a big cheeseburger. He goes, Jesus Christ, that's a big cheeseburger. And he has the two puppets go, I want the cheeseburger. I want the cheeseburger. And they're fighting, and Trump goes, I want the cheeseburger. <laughs> and Mike Pence goes, perfect, Mr. President. Mike Pence. And then the president goes, this issue has touched me greatly. Mike, I send our greatest negotiator to go to um, this area and negotiate for this. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's what happens. They go to these security. He doesn't read his security briefings. He doesn't. He already says it. He's, he wakes up. He watches Fox News. He does. He, he gets his, does his briefings all day. And then he goes and sits down and watch news again. And that's how he gains. That's how, that's how he decides his decision-making. And so I don't. Uh, he's had some good policy. A lot of his foreign policy is bad. I, I'm, if he gets elected again, it'll be better because he has a better Secretary of State and a better foreign policy yeah, advisors. Yeah. Because at the very beginning, um, since Pompeo's gotten in, it's been way better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I support his policy. I want him to win. Um, I don't like him as a person. I'm sure if anybody else had his um policy record. And it was anybody yeah. else other than Trump right now, he'd be blowing out Joe Biden by double digit percentage points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know. Trump is a whole, I get it. As well as if he'd shut up and just work, he'd be one of the most popular presidents in the history of the country. No. He would be, dude, but like, uh, I think Twitter is his biggest fault. And oh yeah, if if we got rid of Twitter, I think there'd be a lot of problems solved. Yeah, I 
my idea is you take his phone for a little bit, you download a fake <laughs> take his app, phone. <laughs> take his phone, download a fake Twitter app on it, and have bots that just like and comment on his posts. That's actually a good idea. And so he's tweeting, and no one sees it. It just goes out into the his app that stays in his phone, and these bots uh, make him feel like people are reacting to it. Oh, they're all like wrong, wrong. wrong. <laughs> all wrong. the bots like you're stupid or Trump, you're the smartest. But then the issue is, and then you tell the Fox, and then you do what you do is you tell like Sean Hannity and all these Fox people to record. Uh, like a 10 minute segment that only gets broadcast to the White House in the more every day before their show. So he thinks they're talking about his tweets. And then what you do and then what you do as as his staff is you use the rest of the time to just talk policy. Nothing but policy, talk nothing but policy, what policies you like, what policies are good and watch him follow it. Right. No, I agree. That's the president for you, though, Mouse. Here's the thing. I like him, but we're kind of stuck with him, if that makes sense. I'm just ready for 2024. <laughs> What's in 2024, Austin? My lady, the future president of the United States, Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki Haley is a conservative babe. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what, Austin and Tony, there's not a thing I would do. I would break up with somebody to get with Nikki Haley. (laughs) Shut up, Tony. Nikki Haley is the truth. That is a fact right there, man. That is a fact. So she was out out, um, campaigning for Trump in Iowa. And someone said, are you running for president in 2024? (laughs) And she said, there is plenty of of time to decide. Wrong! You should have decided already. You should be running now. You should have ran a primary against it, but, you know. Right. She said, I will announce about 24 and 22. You don't say that unless you're running. Okay? She's gonna run! She's gonna run, and she's gonna win. It's gonna be her and the retarded midget from Fox News. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Um, uh, Fox News hosts. Oh, my brain. He's the most retarded person I've ever seen in my one of the most retarded people I've ever seen on television. Tucker Carlson. Tucker midget. Carlson. That's I hilarious. hate. I hate Tucker Carlson. Oh, I love Tucker Carlson. No, Why? Tucker's gonna run for president. He already said so. Yes. So your so your press so your primary is gonna be Tucker Carlson, probably oh. Ted Cruz, Nikki Haley, probably Marco Rubio. Um, twenty. I wonder if they have an article yet about twenty twenty four, um, presidential candidates. I think you see Haley run whether Trump wins or not. Now, Ballotopedia already has. So, so for Democrats, you've got Stacey Abrams, Michael Bennett again, um, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, uh, Amy Klobuchar again, Gavin Newsom, AOC, and what's his name? Cuomo, probably. And then. And then I imagine Andrew Yang runs again, and there's still people going, oh, Oprah's going to run for president. Guys, Oprah's not going to run for president. 
<laughs> okay, so so your your so your Republican side, you have Greg Abbott from the governor of Texas, Ted Cruz, right. Ron DeSantis from Florida. He's definitely going to run. Mike Pence, the VP. Um, Tim Scott, Ben Sass, Marco Rubio. Um, Donald Trump Jr. might throw his hat in. And my personal pick, Nikki Haley, former ambassador to the United Nations and governor. She has all the foreign policy experience. She has all the domestic policy experience. She's the full oh, package. And when I say the, she's the full package, I mean she's the full package. The whole package. The whole package. If, Jesus Christ. If, if I can't have Nick yet, pick Abbott. Greg Abbott, governor of Texas. Oh, right, right. But I want to see a Haley Rubio ticket where Nikki Haley's the president, Marco Rubio's the VP. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he says, oh yeah. yeah. Then what, what are the Democrats going to call them? Sexist? It's a woman. Racist? Once Cuban. The other is a Native American, uh, a um, descendant of Na- of Indian Americans. Well, right. What's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are they going to call them? Racist? No. Sexist? No. They're going to say they have a lack of foreign policy experience? No. A lack of domestic policy experience? No. What are they exactly going to say? There's, there's, there's no... There's no political um, strategy that's fruitful there. Well, right, right. That's that's what I'm saying. But if Trump wins, 2024 could be the greatest um, primary season in the history of the United States for both parties. It's going to be insane, and I can't wait. That's also a big reason why I want Trump to win, is so that we have a Democrat primary and a Republican primary at the same time. Wait, what year? 2024. <clears throat> 2024. We'll have to keep that in mind, but we also got to cut it short because, again, this is just a bonus episode. Some of us have had a little too much to drink. I wonder who that <laughs> would be, Tony. That would be the host, so we're going to have to cut it short. We hear uh, Tony uh, back there sitting in his chair. Like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We're cutting I'm, it short already? I love politics. Bro, you're off tomorrow. Why are we going shit. to bed? We're not going to bed. So you got to cut it short. Well, no, 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 just the episode because I'm a little. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tony might have to say some stuff he might regret. So as his personal uh, security consultant. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. How about, how about one more topic before we go to bed? Uh, well, yeah, no, absolutely. All right, all right. You two pick the topic. All right, this is going to relate to me and Tony. Austin, not so much. Maybe you can help. What's it going to be like for the aftermath of the election? In downtown Denver, Colorado. I got to tell you, as a security director, uh, we're boarding up the building with plywood. We're anticipating riots. We have extra. We're doubling our staff. It's going to be crazy. Tony, what kind of stuff is going on at your building you manage? Oh, shit. Um, We're going to have police officers there. Oh, shit. Off-duty cops. What do you think, Austin? What's going to happen, bro? I think Biden's going to win for the Wolf Beanie. Oh no! You think no, there's gonna be riots so. though? If if Biden wins, no, there won't be. See, that's my thought. If Biden wins, no riots. Here's the thing: if Trump doesn't win, 
There could be riots. There could be a uh, possible coup. There, there could, could be, be protests, of- but I don't think riots. Because let's be honest here, dude. Trump supporters don't riot, and they don't loot, and they don't do any of that shit. They bring guns to the protest, and they just tell everyone, hey, like, I'm protesting my right to protest. I can do what I want. Fuck off. I got a gun. But people publish it, and they're like, oh, this is so horrible. Look at Republicans with their guns. But if it's the Democratic Party, whether you're liberal or socialist or whatever the fuck the spectrum is, if Trump wins, dude, they're going to fucking riot. That's how it's been for months on end. All they do is they fucking riot, they loot, all that bullshit. If Biden wins, that will not happen. But Trump wins, which I hope he does, we will be looking at a lot of fucking riots. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. Oh yeah, it's going to it's going to be it's going to be tough. Right, it's not going to be good. Like I don't think that it's going to be good for us. You know what I mean? Like for people that have to deal with it, <clears throat> whether you're in security, government contracts, police, you always get to deal with the aftermath of the local people. And unfortunately, downtown has a habit of a bunch of millennial fucking kids that pretend to know what they're talking about. that get involved because they want to be involved in something. They want to be a part of something. So they go out and they're like, yeah, it's a democracy, and they fucking ruin everybody else's lives based on a lie. So we get to look forward to that. I'm excited for it, I guess. That was a joke, not really. He's excited. Secretly, he's like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm like, fuck. I'm just letting y'all retarded tranny tranny, uh, liberals in Denver who are going to riot if Trump wins. Stay in Denver. That's all I'm saying. You better not go to like to Westminster because you're gonna get shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna get shot in Westminster. You're gonna get shot in Thornton. You're gonna get shot in Commerce City. Well, I agree, dude. If those we don't... trannies were to go to where they don't accept them, they wouldn't be trannies anymore. We'll just put it that way. Well, they're not to be trannies. They can be trannies. They can be freaking retarded commies. They'd be red coats, brown coats, whatever they want to be. They come try to riot in Commerce City. They're going to get shot, and that's a threat. Uh huh. Try rioting in Thornton, dude. Go to Aurora. I dare you. Roll down Colfax and try to riot. I dare you. Right. Like, try walking around saying, white privilege. (laughs) I'm oppressed by fucking white people. You will get shot by Mexicans. They don't play around with that shit, dude. They don't. I think a lot of these fucking LGBT people think they can get away with this shit until they go to the hood. Yo, then we'll see what happens. You go to the suburban areas, we will see what happens. People don't put up with it. And some people are rejecting it, dude. They're fucking pushing it away. They're done with it. I'm one of them. I agree. Like, dude, I'm okay with UPN. Whatever fucking monster or mythical creature you want to be, don't come into my fucking neighborhood. I don't care. You can do whatever the hell you want. Oh, Just fuck. do what not right now? turn around and tell me that I have to. Hmm? Oh, you, no, can do, you can be ever, however faggoty you want to be. See? See? 
that is tent Austin, dude. I support what you're saying, but I'm gonna use you as an example. Aaron, oh, fuck. Austin was ten times worse than what I just said. I agree with him though. You can be as faggoty as you want to be. That does not require that I fucking support you. You can True. be. You can be. You can be as twinky as you want. Just don't tell a church <laughs> that they have to do your twink wedding. The twink wedding? For real, <laughs> dude. Nobody has to support you. That is not my fucking... I shouldn't be forced to agree with you. That's bullshit. But so many of these fucking people require you to be a part of it, and it pisses me off, dude. My it's mom's like, gay. My aunt's gay. <laughs> Half of Walmart thinks my... um. My my husband and I are are um Austin's a sexist. Married. Austin's the sexist. And I I don't care. I work I work a lot with log cabin Republicans. I don't care. I I there are a lot of um gay and lesbian people I really care about. But the second the government tries to step in and say that a church has to um officiate a wedding or a cake shop has to make a cake, make a wedding cake. A hundred percent. The yep. second that happens, it's an overstep by government. No, I agree. I agree. The reason I don't argue with people is because I think they're retarded. But when they get the government on their side and the government tells me that I have to approach them with their preferred pronouns, then we have a problem. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry, but... You're a man or a fucking woman. You are not a goddamn... You're not a transformer, dude. There's just no way. You're a man or woman, or you're a man pretending to be a woman, or a woman pretending to be a man. That's will, all there is to it. And I'll turn around and say that Oborsfeld versus Hodges was decided correctly. <laughs> okay? Real, dude. But... You can't force people to adhere to something that's against their religious preference. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't force people. For those of you that are listening, you can get mad all you want. You can disagree with me. There is no problem with that. It is my right as an American citizen to say these things. So while you're at home shitting yourself, talking about how I fucking hate capitalism on your iPhone in your grandmother's basement... Remember this. If I were to come into your home right now and tell you that it is not politically correct to talk about transgenders, it would fuck you up because I'm silencing your speech. I do. I am 100% against silencing people. I'll be honest, Austin. I don't like Trevor Noah, but it's his right to speak. I'm not yeah. going to fucking silence him. You get what I'm saying? That's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't like Trevor Noah either. He's not funny. Right. Like, I don't like Joe Biden, dude. But you know what? He has a right to do his thing. Can we get something get clear, though? I think it's okay. Um, um, John Oliver is stupid, but he's funny. Well, yeah, I agree. John Oliver has a funny he's crap. Dumb, but I still like his show. Um, Stephen Colbert sucks. <laughs> he does, dude. He's I not even funny. Getting into him. He was no. funny for a while, but yeah. Colbert. Colbert did have that one where he went to the um, Democrat and Republican convention, and it may be the funniest right. I've ever laughed at a TV show ever. But right. I've, I've, I haven't laughed at a single thing single thing he said in like a year and a half. Well, yeah, yeah. 
No, I agree because I I liked him for a little bit, but all those motherfuckers, dude. The hardest part was getting over the fact that they were coming after conservative people. They were coming after people that had the um, what do you want to call it? The nuclear family values, I guess you can call it. Nuclear family values. What's that? Um, Austin, explain nuclear family to Aaron because so you could probably family take that is a mom and a dad. Hold on. Like a Only mom is important. Now. Say it again. I said the nuclear family is a mom, a dad, and children. Oh, okay. And it's it's the idea that having a mom and a dad is important and two moms can't do the same job as two dads. Or two moms can't do the same work, can't do the same thing as a mom and a dad, and vice versa. And it's traditional values, morals. Pretty much. That's basically what a nuclear family is. But you got all these fucking people, especially celebrities, that attack it. And that is why I don't enjoy people like Stephen Colbert and Jon Stewart and fucking Bob Saget, all those motherfuckers, because they attack the modern, well, the traditional family. It drives me insane. It's your fucking right to do whatever you want, but it gets old after a while. Go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I was looking something up. And, uh, the official, um, the official uh, disc- definition is a nuclear family or a conjugal family is a family group consisting of two parents, man and a woman, and their children, one or more. As it is contrast to a single parent family, a larger extended family, or a family with more than two parents. Right. Okay. But basically, anybody that is not raised by a single parent or a part of a LGBT transgender family, basically regular fucking parents. So or people like those you crazy and crazy Mormons that, have yeah, that want to have families. Yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah, have a nuclear family. Right. Anybody that wants to have a wife or a husband and kids, that's considered a nuclear family. Oh. But they're attacking that as part of their fucking propaganda. That's just my opinion on it. But like I said, all the way going to back what we were talking about, I have no problem with these fucking people spewing their shit so long as I'm not silenced for saying mine. Which is one of the many reasons I started this podcast is because I got tired of being told what I could and could not say on Facebook, Twitter, all that bullshit. Because it's everywhere, dude. It don't matter where the fuck you go. The second you say, I support President Trump or any of that shit, they flip out. You got that right. That's a fact right there. It's an unfortunate truth that we live in this day and age, but it's the truth, none of doubt. It is, dude. You got too many fucking problems. I'm not even going to get into like BLM and all that bullshit. Don't get me started. Let's put it this way, man. When I was a fucking 14 and a half, man, I was a fucking freshman. Freshmen these days are fucking pussies, dude. High schoolers, they're pussies. They haven't, they haven't dealt with the shit we've dealt with, man. I, you know, I did, I did tour of duty, served the country, you know, did what we do nowadays. But back then, I mean, not back then. Back then it was different. But nowadays, dude, everyone's soft. Everyone's a pushover. I'm a I big agree. fan of Charles Darwin, man. Darwin. People will suffer if you don't toughen people up. I'm not talking about putting 
everyone in military school. You don't have to join the military to be a tough guy. What I'm saying is that every single person needs to know the world is a doggy dog world. It's cutthroat. It's just how the it weak is. suffer, the strong survive and profit financially and lifestyle wise. That's I mean it's it's simple. The average cost of living in Colorado right now is fourth is six thousand dollars in the Denver metro area a month. God damn, really? Yeah. Damn. Let's see, forty times five is two hundred two so two hundred times four. No, let's do um fifty six divided by twelve. Um well, let's hear this shit. Divided by six thousand. Oh, I did that wrong. <laughs> six thousand divided by nine hundred and ninety-five. God damn, this motherfucker's a genius. I don't know any of this shit. Austin's a man. Wait Power a seats of bitches, dude. I'm telling you. Wait a minute. Something's wrong here. Oh, you're retarded, Austin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stupid. Very bold of you. Uh, forty is two hundred. I'm divided by six thousand. Six thousand divided by two hundred. So you need to make thirty dollars an hour in Denver to live by yourself without Just public stupid. assistance. If you want to own a home. Without public assistance, you got to make at least $30 an hour to live in Denver? Yep. Or, damn, or you could have two people making $16 an hour. Hence why a lot of us live in Arvada, Aurora, <laughs> anywhere outside of Denver. Uh, this says average in the state of Colorado, which includes like the rural parts that you can buy a house for thirty k. Right. Four thousand two hundred eighty-one. Christ. So let's see what the what you have to make. Well, here's the thing, dude. That's pathetic. We'll just put it that way. For one, that's pathetic. But it can change. You just got to get out there and vote, and not for the fucking person that everyone wants you to vote for. You need to make at least twenty-four dollars and forty-one cents. God damn, dude. Not one person I know makes that amount of money. I only know one motherfucker that makes more than that. And he lives with his parents. <laughs> That's the shittiest shit I've ever heard. That's sad. That's crazy. But anyway, um, Austin, bro, we probably should cut it short because, yeah, we're, uh, we're running up on time with this bonus episode. Uh, see you on... Uh, we might have to Friday night, correct? Um, yeah, we said Friday night, I think. All right, that's fine. I'll see you on Friday. Aaron and I say good night to all, as well as Austin. We will see you Friday night. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. This is Tony and Austin with the great girth, Aaron Savage. Special guest, Aaron Savage, also as Cobra Kai Aaron. Keep it real. Exactly. We'll see you guys later.